Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. I'm excited to bring this message to you today. I think it's going to bless you. It's going to build you up and encourage you. I pray that's what it does. So if you would, um, grab your Bible right quick. I've titled this message, The Great Rebellion. And the first place that actually we're going to look is in the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, verses 12 through 15. But before we do that, I want to give the dictionary definition of rebellion. It is an act of violent or open resistance to an established government or ruler. Now, through the ages of man, since creation, there have been many rebellions. There have been many uprisings and revolts uh, to establish kingdoms, to conquer countries, to conquer people. Um, many of those have been uh, uh, with a sinister um, origin to them. They, they are there to dominate people, to enslave people. But many rebellions have also been for the cause of people, for the cause of liberty, for the cause of freedom. Our own country, the United States, was born with a righteous rebellion, out of a righteous rebellion, to throw off tyranny and, and taxation without representation. And uh, that, that we all are endowed by our Creator with, with certain inalienable rights. That is the, uh, the right to uh, life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness. I'm grateful for that. And, and when you read the history books, you can see that God's hand was upon our forefathers. And uh, our first president, uh, George Washington, who always called what they were doing in, 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 in pursuing liberty and, and being free from the, the British rule, he called it the cause. And he always uh, gave a capital C to the word cause because he believed that the hand of God was with him. And truly it was. He, he um, was able to sur survive many bloody, bloody um, combats along the way, even having his own coat riddled with bullet holes and yet unscathed. And he gave all the glory to God, or as he said, providence. So there have been many rebellions with many different causes. But all of this started, the first rebellion started in heaven. It started with an angel that was a magnificent angel. Uh, God worked extra overtime on him. When the book of Ezekiel describes um, what he looked like. It, it was marvelous. He, he was created with every kind of precious stone possible and inlaid in gold all over him. And when he spread his wings, music would flow. Uh, he had pipes and, and timbrels in his wings that would, that would play music. He was also the, uh, uh, the one who covered, the cherub who covered. And this, uh, the Lord speaks of him when he was in that way, that he was perfect in all of his ways. Uh, until iniquity was found in his heart. And so Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 12, it says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. On the farthest sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. So this sparked what he said in his heart. It sparked this rebellion against God. God Almighty, the one who created this angel. And he had no doubt persuasive powers 
because he convinced a third of the other angels of heaven to go with him in this revolt. Well, it didn't last as he gathered his troops, if you will, and headed, marched toward the throne room of God. Michael, the archangel of God, took care of business and cast him out of heaven. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verses 18 and 19, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. It was a swift end to this battle. And no doubt Lucifer was no match for the archangel Michael. And he was cast here to the earth. But look what Jesus says, and we'll get to this in just a moment in verse 19. Behold, I give you. Now he's speaking to disciples. He sent out 70 disciples to go and, and do his kind of ministry, to heal the sick, you know, to cast out devils, to preach the kingdom of God. And they came back with all of these testimonies talking about the authority that they carried, that the devils immediately fled. And he said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, let me say this. What Jesus said to them, this is also true to your life today. You really do have all authority uh, over them because he has all authority. So Lucifer being thrown to the earth because of his rebellion against God, now he has been banished from heaven banished from his high position. And now it's a waiting game. Because when God created man in his own image and he made Adam and Eve king and queen over all the earth and he told them, have dominion, rule, subdue the earth, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, this is yours. And from all the trees you may freely eat, all the trees of the garden, but they could not eat one tree and that was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God told them in the day that you eat of that tree, you will surely die. He had to offer them a choice so that they could truly choose to love him. What kind of relationship would it have been if we had never been gifted the gift of choice? So he had to offer them a choice to do evil, a choice to disobey. And sometime later on, as the scripture says that the serpent, which the devil had possessed, was cunning and crafty, and he was waiting his moment to strike. And then one day, Adam and Eve were there in the midst of the garden where that tree of the knowledge of good and evil was, as well as the tree of life. And there they were at that tree, and the serpent began to speak to Eve and began to question what God said. Has God said, you shall not eat of every tree? And Eve said, we can eat of the trees of the garden, but we eat of this tree. We can't even touch it, lest we die. And then Satan Formerly Lucifer said, you will not surely die because God is holding out on you. He knows something that he doesn't want you to know. He knows that in the day that you eat of that tree, your eyes will be opened and you will become like God. You will have wisdom and, and you will be made just like him. And he deceived Eve. And she now, instead of seeing before, that tree was good for death and separation from God. Now by being deceived, she saw this tree was good for fruit and she took of that fruit and she ate it and she gave to Adam there and he ate also. And in that moment, the lights went out. This rebellion that started in heaven has now infiltrated God's beautiful earth and this beautiful garden. And now it has infiltrated God's own image, male and female, created and made like him. 
And Satan has now played his biggest role of revenge against the Almighty God. Now man is lost. Now man is separated from God. And when God showed up and said, Adam, where are you? And you know the story that Adam said, the woman you gave me. And then he said, what have you done? She said, the serpent deceived me. And so then God began to talk about all the consequences and the ultimate consequence being death. And there would be, the, the ground would be cursed and thorns and thistles and there would be pain in childbearing. And they would be banished from this garden, never to live there again, never to walk with God in the cool of the day again. It was awful. But God said something most mysterious and wonderful while he's dealing out these consequences. He said that there will be a seed that comes from this woman and her seed will crush your head, the seed of your uh, uh, of the serpent, and you will bruise his heel. And right then and there, we see God speak a redemption plan was coming, the coming one, the seed being his own son. Praise God. So this fall of man, though, was not just, would not just affect, affect Adam and Eve. In Romans chapter 5, in verse 12, it says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin... Uh, when sin came, death came with it. And thus, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. This affected the entire world. Now the world is plagued with this ancient disease called sin and death. And no man could do anything about it to redeem himself. Even when the law of God came, it only magnified the sinfulness in man. And so... We were hopeless and we were helpless. This rebellion had taken over the planet. But God would not leave us helpless because God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And whoever believes on Him will not perish, will not experience eternal separation from God, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. How would He do this? Well, 1 John chapter 3 and the latter part of verse 8 says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that He might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to rebel against the rebeller. And His rebellion would be a great rebellion because His rebellion would not cause a fall. His rebellion would bring resurrection. His rebellion would bring everlasting life. Healing over sickness, hallelujah. Restoration over that which was broken and fallen apart. And this rebellion would change the world. This rebellion, the great rebellion, is still changing the world today. In Romans 5 and verse 15, it says, The free gift is not like the offense. In other words, what Jesus brought is not like what, what Adam brought. For if by one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. Yeah, there, there was a sin problem, no doubt. It affected all mankind. But praise God, the, even though there was an abundance of sin, this scripture says, grace abounded much more. The greater rebellion has come, hallelujah, to fully and finally do away with sin. Now, we have not seen the finality of all of it yet. But in the spirit, it's done. Jesus has disarmed the devil every principality and power that is against us. And you don't come into that reality of that victory until you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Outside of Him, you are still prey to the prince of the power of the air, the God of this world, the devil himself, 
who is doing his best to keep people blind to the hope of the gospel. But the hope of the gospel is what sets us free. The hope of the gospel is real to those who will believe it. And that hope is that Christ died for our sins. Thank you, Jesus. And he was buried and he rose again the third day. Hallelujah. This is the day we celebrate Jesus rising from the dead, rebelling, hallelujah, against death, hell, and the grave, and roaring back to life. And his resurrection was the first one. It was the first fruit. He's the firstborn from the dead. All of us will be resurrected. That's what his resurrection ensures for all of us who believe on Jesus. And where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. Isaiah chapter 25 verse 8 says, He will swallow up death and abolish it for all time. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. He will take away the disgrace of his people from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. I want to read one more verse of scripture to you. You see the hand of the Lord at work on the side of redeeming all mankind. And it's found in Isaiah chapter 53. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 53. I'm going to be reading to you from the message translation. It so beautifully um, uh, expresses this wonderful messianic passage for us. And it's found in uh, verse 12. And this is where once the, the suffering servant has died, and he's paid the price. He, he bore our sickness. He bore our disease. He carried our pains and all of our griefs and sorrows. And uh, he, he was blamed. All we like sheep have gone astray. And the Lord laid on him all of our iniquities. God blamed Jesus for all of our sin. And Jesus gladly took all of our sins upon himself. And now as a result of that, verse 12 says, Therefore, I'll reward, I'll reward him extravagantly, the best of everything, the highest honors, because he looked death in the face and didn't flinch. Hallelujah. He embraced the company of the lowest. He took on his own shoulders the sin of the many. He took up the cause of all the black sheep. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This, this great rebel came and made everything right. He said, Behold, I make all things new. In my family, there is a day coming when he is going to make a new heaven and a new earth. And Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of the living God, will sit on the throne and his kingdom will be established forevermore. Now, right after he was raised from the dead, he told his disciples, and he's telling us all here today, this is what we're a part of. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We are here at this time, at this time, purposed by God. You being born for this time is to continue in the great rebellion, to, to, to continue in its cause, to build the church, to push back the works of darkness because they are no match for you. He has all authority. Hallelujah. You can tr trample over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. It all begins. It all begins with believing this incredible message, this incredible gospel. The gospel has the power to save all of us from our sins. It is the power of God to salvation to those who believe. I want to invite you at this moment 
If you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ, if you've never accepted Him as your Lord and Savior to become a Christian, I want to compel you now. Do that. Don't wait another moment without Him. He has done everything to redeem us back to Him. God is in hot pursuit of the hearts of men and women. He wants us all with Him forever and ever. And He has made a way of escape from eternal damnation. He has made a way of escape from the tyranny of sin and death. Jesus said, I came to give you life and abundance in this life. And if you would, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you and I'll lend you some words to pray to God. Maybe you've never prayed before. I'll give you some words. And if you'll just say these words with me and you'll believe this with your heart, you're going to become a whole brand new person, born again, born with the nature of God, no longer the sin nature. Jesus is going to come and live in your life and be a part of your life. And he's going to make his home with you, he and the Father. And he's going to be with you every step of the way. And he has a good life plan for you. So if you would, just pray with me now. Say, dear God, Thank you that you came to seek me and to save me. For I was lost, but you came to find me. I thank you that Jesus died for my sins. I believe that. I thank you that Jesus was buried for my sins. I believe that. And I thank you that Jesus rose again from the dead. And I believe that today. Jesus, I accept you as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. Thank you that God is my Father and heaven is now my home. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. If this is your first time to pray this, I want to say welcome to the family of God. And as soon as we can have church again together, we want you to come. But until then, keep watching us online. Reach out to us. There's a phone number here on the screen that you can, you can call. We'll have somebody there waiting to pray with you. And if you prayed this prayer with me to, today, why don't you call that number? And they can help you, uh, um, show you, and guide you in the next steps. What do I do from here? They'll help you, okay? Uh, we're on your side. We love you. And I say welcome to the family of God. What a day to be born again on the day that Jesus Christ rose from the dead for our sins. Hallelujah. Thank you again for being here with us. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is alive and the victory is ours. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace on this Resurrection Sunday, you and all of your house. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you. We love you very much. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.